Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. This is the second show in our Delivering Apex series in partnership with Apex Logistics. I am absolutely loving this series so far. I mean, it's been so nice to talk with such a positive mindset about people, growth, and culture, and I'm really excited to bring you more. In episode one, Apex Cares, we talked to Holly and Amy about quality service and giving back, why it's so important and the different programs Apex are involved in to truly help make the world a better place. And today in episode two, we deliver passion. We're talking about people, the ins and outs of hiring and retention, Apex's people-led approach, and why a motivated, dedicated, and passionate workforce is the key to success. So welcome to the show, Sanya. Thank you, Sarah. It's nice to be on again. Yes, I'm so excited to have you back on the show today. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Tell us who you are, what you do, and what is the one thing that would surprise people about creating an amazing workforce? Okay, okay. <laughs> so I, I'm the Vice President of Human Resources at Apex. Um, I have HR strategy responsibility for you know all of Apex's North America branches, uh, which is it basically encompasses the entire you know, human capital management gamut, which is inclusive of you know, HR operations, talent management, learning and development, workforce management that you just asked me a question on, um, benefit strategies, the HR policies, legal compliance, you know, all of that. And the most important part of what I do is employee relations, uh, which kind of, you know, to answer your question, speaks to the heart of um, creating an amazing workforce. You know, employee relations to me, Sarah, is one of the most important things that we do as leader. It's that one thing that might surprise people. Okay, that's common sense, um, employee relations. But, you know, it is that true and tested and always at the center of life itself, actually, you know, not just in a workplace, but just in your personal life. So, you know, sure. Yeah, we talk about accountability, transparency and, you know, employee engagement. But the most important point that we forget in our day-to-day operational matters that we do is the professional relationship aspect mm-hmm. that we cultivate, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, right? Um, it is a very important part of what we do. If life yeah. has taught us anything, Sarah, for in the, in the era of COVID, I mean, this has become so important. Right. Yeah. Working from home. But we crave that human interaction, that professional yeah. relationship that we have built. So, you know, professional relationships, they matter a lot to us. at Apex. Yeah. And I yeah. think, it, you know, it's that fuel, I think, that drives our passion. Um, you know, in an annual review cycle that we do, you know, assessment, our CEO, she actively encourages us the functional heads, you know, to have a frank and honest feedback amongst our cross-functional teams without politics. And, you know, that's hard to do to put yourself out there for feedback of your Mm -hmm. colleague, you know, of what you're doing for them without just having a script to go off of. But, you know, I think that that has resulted into our amazing workforce, that relationship that we have created, you know, amongst each other. Um, you know, yeah. there's always that other side of operations that we do, things that need to get done. But, you know, if we had machines working for us and not having to deal with humans, we wouldn't have a problem. 
But I think yeah. that that one portion that we have cultivated is that professional relationship within the company. I think that's has made us a great workforce, so to speak. Yeah. And I can, I'm a testament to that. I have worked with a variety of different people at Apex uh-huh. Logistics in a variety of different ways. Uh-huh. And, you know, not surprisingly, it always shows up when I'm talking to every single one of them. Their passion for the industry, but they're also their passion for the company and how dedicated they are and how much they enjoy working. At Apex. And so, you know, when when we were talking about this mini series and talking about how, what we would be able to provide to the community, mm-hmm. I can tell you that this is w- the one that I was really excited about because mm-hmm. I really I think we can all learn from what you guys are doing. And I think that it's really important that we talk about this, especially with things as they are now and really to help move the industry forward. And so, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show last week, we talked about giving back and delivering great service. And today we get to talk mm-hmm. about all those amazing people within Apex that are the ones going that extra mile every single day. But before uh-huh. we really dive in, can we just talk about like, why is a great workforce so important? Well, you know, a workforce, it's essentially the heart of the organization, your talent, your people, right? That's, they're fueling what you need to do every single day to take the extra mile. So no organization that I know of, Sarah, that can run smoothly without the heart beating properly, so to speak. Um, you know, each of us have a role to fulfill, right? The best possible way uh, and to take that extra mile that we want out of our team that we also want to do for our leadership that's looking to us to get that job done. Um, but, you know, I mean, if you have a great workforce, no matter what that role someone is fulfilling, they will not need to be asked twice to get the job done. You know, they themselves will initiate how, you know, how to improve, right, within their own work settings or in their own processes that they do, but also the go the extra mile to help others out. And that's the important part that if you are willing to lend a hand to help a colleague out, you will succeed no matter what. So, you know, having a great workforce, you know, to me, it means that you are there in good times, but also in bad times. And as a team, you come together. So there's, there is a willingness to support the company and the colleagues when in need. And that's what we try to do at Apex, you know. Um, in the U.S., we've been here for 20 years. And yes, you know, we've had some really good times and some really bad times. But, you know, the team is still here, strong standing. Um, and I think that kind of speaks to the fact that why a great workforce is so important. Yeah, absolutely. And I would agree with you on that. And, you know, how you treat others internally and how you work together internally also translates into the customer experience. And the customer can really see, you know, they can really get a feeling, right? They can use their Mm -hmm. gut check to know when there's challenges going on at companies that they work with you know, frequently. And so I think that's also an important part of that. So and and I love what you just shared with me, you know, earlier about when you are speaking to um, Apex representatives, to Apex's, you know, uh, team that that's coming through, 
right? So it's mm-hmm. not something that I'm just preaching per se. It's something that I'm so glad to see that, you know, it's translated externally as well. And it's so great to hear you say that. So kudos to my team. That's, you know, really good to hear. And Absolutely. obviously it translates into not only with customer, but anybody you deal with. So that's really confirmation, you know, that we have strived to, we continue to strive to do that, to be better. Yeah. So let's paint the picture. What Mm. does Apex's workforce look like? I mean, you guys are in over 70 different countries, so I'm guessing diversity is a given, but let's really talk about or just paint us a picture of what that looks like. That is correct, Sarah. We are global. Uh, We are in 70 different countries and counting. Uh, (laughs) um, So diversity is a given. But if I can just carve out the Americas region, which I'm responsible for, you know, our diversity and inclusion uh, within the workforce truly speaks to, um, you know, our our Apex's corporate social responsibility. If you just see the statistics that we have, um, and, you know, we're very proud of this, uh, within the Americas region, we have female CEO. Right, our heads of finance, HR, East, East um, region, East regions. I'm sorry, you know they're all female, including our Canada site, which is led by a female. So I would say about 42% of our female leadership, Sarah, is at the VP level, and literally, and I mean literally, 85% of our workforce is considered to be minority, which is something that you don't just see in any organization right off the bat, right? And plus, you know, we have a sitting board member on Job Diversity Board for TPM. And as you might know, we are also heavily involved with Let's Talk Supply Chain for the Women in Supply Chain podcast and the blog series. So it's important to us, right? It's not something that we just like to talk about. Uh, We're, you know, uh, paving the way externally as well to show, um, you know, our diverse workforce. So yeah, absolutely. Diversity is a given at Apex. Uh, You know, it's Diversity is something that I, I, I'd say that Apex really values, but it's like truly who we are if you look at our workforce, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. we're proud of this. And it's not something that we would say that we went out creating in a mindful way, but it is just who we are, you know, a diverse mm-hmm. group of people. I guess with the passion to deliver excellence in everything we do, it's just who we are as a family. Yeah. And I think, you know, also it just goes to show how a diverse um, workforce, diverse mm-hmm. perspectives and mindsets can really contribute to the conversations internally and contribute mm-hmm. to how you are thinking about the company and, and the values and everything, you know, Apex brings to the table and the dedication of their employees. So, you know, it's not something that it is something that we need to celebrate. It is something that we need to talk about, but it also goes to show how important it is to that company culture. So Apex's values say that you are dedicated, forward thinking, (laughs) motivated, compassionate, and mindful. Mm -hmm. Those are some incredible values that we should all be holding ourselves to. But how do you go about hiring people that are going to uphold that wonderful vision? Well, you know, Apex's slogan is, you know, company mission revolves around the slogan, passion, right? So having passion for any type of work anyone does, whether it's in, in, you know, in logistics or being a doctor or being a lawyer, if they have the passion, it will make them successful. Um, this is the one trait that we look for when hiring people. You know, is this person passionate about what they do? Are they passionate about logistics, fair forwarding? 
Um, and, you know, when we, when we talk to people, we look at the fact that is this individual going to bring a positive outlook? And, you know, when you interview people, you're able to pick up on those things, right? Are there positive comments being made? Are they going to be want to, you know, progressing in their career? So you can pick up a lot when you're interviewing people, when you do behavioral interviews, as far as, you know, how they talk and the answers that they give in the interview question. So, you know, if anyone has followed the history of Apex, I mean, you would kind of see that it speaks to our talented workforce, you know, that has been built as far as, you know, what we do when we look for people and how we want them to hold that vision is that positiveness, is having that passion and not just, you know, just having a work to do, but having a career in what they like to do. So that's something that we continually try to look for people. We don't just ask them, what have you done in your past? But more so, what do you want to do in the future? And that question gives a lot of insight into employees as far as, or candidates, I should say, as far as, you know, are they going to be able to be passionate for the job that they're seeking with Apex? I love that. And I'm sure, <laughs> you know, that question just completely changes the game and shows you not only who the person is, but how they're going to fit into the culture, which mm -hmm. honestly, when it comes to a culture like yours at Apex, it's something that is truly, truly important because one, you know, bad apple can really take down, you know, a lot of a lot of good that has been built in the past. And so I'm sure that everyone, as they're taking a look at who's going to be coming into the company, is extremely protective of that. And so I had I I was honored to have the fabulous Sanya on our Woman in Supply Chain series last year. And for anyone who missed the show, her enthusiasm and dedication to HR and to the staff was really awe-inspiring. I mean, it, it made me rethink the way I viewed HR within an organization. So I highly recommend you go and check out that episode. But while I have you here, can you talk us through the role HR in supporting the rest of the company? Okay, so this is a fun question for me, Sarah, um, because, you know, the role of HR is more complex than some might think. Um, you know, there's, there are many leaders who even ask, what does HR do anyways? What do they support? Right? Someone once said to me that you guys are the wizard behind the curtains, right? The invisible shield. Um, so sure, you know, we are the support function for talent management operations, but you know, if you look at all of those aspects of what HR does every day, HR truly is the hub of the organization. You know, the glue that keeps the heart of the organization, which is our talent together. Um, you know, behind the scenes, HR is ever present in the entire employee's life cycle, which is very much intertwined with the business objectives, right? Um, you have the talent. What are your objectives? How are we going to get that done? And one, Sarah, I read, and it's been a while, and I want to actually, you know, frame this. Uh, it, it said that, you know, HR is the company's unofficial lawyer, you know, a psychologist, a business partner, you know, yeah. a liaison, an event planner, gosh, a, a teacher, a peacemaker, obviously career planner goes along with it, but also a detective when it needs. And, you know, I couldn't, when I read that, I could not put that into better words for people when they say, what does HR do anyways? So, you know, sometimes I think uh, maybe the better question is, what does HR not do when it comes to, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to helping talent? Because we do touch, you know, almost every aspect 
uh, yeah, the business processes are there, but the people that make those processes successful is your talent, is your employee. And, you know, we're behind the scenes, obviously, right? The support function. But I think that's what is the most important thing to remember is that who's touching your asset? Who is making sure your talent is taken care of? And that could be anything from a personal issue to a business issue to, you know, performance management to a promotion, you name it. You know, HR is ever present in that employee's life cycle from the beginning to whatever their career might take them to. I hate to say the end, but whatever, you know, their career might take them to. So reading what I had read about, you know, all these different aspects of what HR does, I, I, I couldn't put that in better words than, than that. I'm going to have to frame that somehow. I got to find that one day. <laughs> well, when you do take a picture and send it to us and we can share okay. it with the community. But, you know, I'm glad that you shared that with us. I'm glad that you read that because, you know, like I said in the last episode that you were on, it, it was, it really opened my mind to, you know, the role that HR plays in the core of a company. Mm -hmm. And you just reiterated that with, you know, the different and and you you related it to things that people can really get behind and understand and you know i think i think it's a lot more than maybe some people even realize and i'm glad that you shared that with us so when it comes to finding the right talent on a team to team basis how does hr help facilitate that and really keep i mean we've talked about apex's core values top of mind and you you've talked about how you ask them certain questions to find out if they're going to be, a, be the right fit, but how do you help facilitate finding the right talent? I mean, it's one thing to get them in the seat in front of you to ask those questions, but what about finding them before that? That's a tough one, Sarah, to answer because, you know, at Apex, we've taken a different approach. There is this uh, standard approach that you see in HR where you launch a requisition, you post a job, you get the candidates, you have to give it to the managers, you go through them, and they pick the candidates, and they interview them. And if they want, you know, they'll have other team members be part of it. That is a process that um, usually you see in almost all companies, but it's a very cumbersome process. So what we did at Apex was that, you know, culture, it tends to be top of the mind for our leadership, right? So we in HR, we're able to trust our hiring manager to seek the talent that fits within the within the company culture. So we what we did was we took out that cumbersome process that sometimes actually stops manager from finding the right talent or talking to the people without HR knowing and things of that kind. So what we have done is we have provided a, a process where we have intentionally let managers tap upon talent that they may have find, but at the same time, you know, with collaboration with HR to see what else is out there that we can look for. So a lot of times when we have new managers that come on board, we will sit down with them and, you know, we'll go through the do's and don'ts type of a question. But to us, it's more important to ask those behavioral questions like I just talked about a little while ago, right? Because you can ask people, tell me what you have accomplished in your past life. But how is that going to help Apex to know what they're going to accomplish in the future? So that's more important. So those are some of the, the you know, the conversation or collaboration we would do with managers. Um, of course, we have some really, really experienced managers that go about, you know, needing to do what they need to do to fulfill it. But at the same time, we have some managers that may need extra help. So we do a collaborative process, Sarah, rather than just have a one stringent cumbersome a way of where we can find talent. You know, we don't make people go through an applicant tracking system and go through all these questions to answer before we can even qualify them as a candidate. So I think that has helped us find talent quickly. 
um, you know, and get them on board and get them, uh, you know, trained and, and start being productive member of APEC. So we've taken a different approach in that sense. Um, I, I haven't, um, I've worked a lot with the same cumbersome process. So we need to do something different because we, we move very fast and we don't have time to have roadblocks. So I, don't, I hope that answered your question, but we don't, you know, do the same exact thing that a lot of other organization does as far as bringing on board the talent. No, it absolutely does. And I just appreciate your can your you being so candid with us and sharing what part of your process is, because I think, you know, for a lot of people in the audience, it's something that we all struggle with, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's something that everyone's talking about and that's that we have a talent shortage. And mm-hmm. I don't think we have a talent shortage. I think it's a matter of, you know, finding the right talent and how are we going about doing that? Um, and I think there's a number of different ways that we can do it, but I'm glad that you you shared with us what, what you do over at Apex. So we've talked about hiring the right talent, um, but let's talk about retention. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the right talent. Like when you find the right people, you don't want to lose them, right? There's a lot of training that goes involved or that's Mm -hmm. involved. Um, There's also that culture fit, right? And you don't want to lose them, especially to a competitor. So what are some of the challenges in retaining talent? Right. So, you know, talent retention is an issue, right? In in any type of a competitive industry, Um, especially in logistics, as you might know, right? So the downside, unfortunately, is that companies who are competitive, they tend to compete for talent, just like they compete for business. So that is the biggest challenge for us, Sarah, that, you know, competitors are always looking at us to steal away our talent. They will go a long way to lure the talent, uh, you know, away from Apex. So that has been a huge challenge for us to keep the competitors at bay. And I think we have been able to do that by having those relationships that we have cultivated where they can trust their managers, where they know that, you know, our leadership uh, is there for them throughout good and bad times as well. And obviously, you know, we're not able to talk about this in this episode, all of that, but I think that has kind of played to our heart of how we're able to retain our talent is those relationships that we have cultivated, um, you know, and then being there for each other. It's not just the employees are there for the company, but more so the company is there for the employees when in need. Absolutely. And, you know, sharing those challenges, we also want to talk about how, how what are the solutions, right? Mm-hmm. So what are you doing at Apex to keep that talent? How do you support them? And what environment are you creating for them so that they do want to stay and they do want to be part of that culture? Right. So, so, you know, I mean, we, we try to provide, and I think we do a good job at providing a rewarding work environment, right? That's built on acceptance and, and, and feedback and relationships. But, you know, like I, I mean, I keep coming back to this. And like I said at the beginning, those professional relationships matter very much to us. And what I also mean by that, Sarah, is that constructive feedback, right? To cultivate that honest and transparent relationship. So sure, and obviously, of course, we have the recognition and incentive programs in place, uh, which is monetary, which is very important, right, um, in the scheme of things. Um, but we try to set those clear expectations 
So there's no surprise for performance or the support that they need. They may need, right? Um, and HR plays a very critical role in that. Um, you know, we, we don't have one size fits all where if this happens, you take step one, two, three. You know, HR provides a one-on-one um, feedback to the manager when they give us a call to say, hey, what do we need to do, um, you know, to reward this employee? Or what do we need to do to make their, um, I don't know, I guess you could say maybe a nebulous skills that they need to work on to make that better, you know, so they can advance. So I think, you know, feedback that boosts employees' confidence, right, that they feel they can take the next step, I think it plays a lot into employee retention. Um, you know, as you probably might know, Apex started with a, a team of entrepreneurs, right? They're all still here together and has taken the company where it is today. And that kind of speaks to how we support each other in, in, in this type of a competitive industry. So, yes, the, the rewards and the recognition and all that is there. But in order to grow our talent, I keep coming back to the internal professional relationship that we have cultivated. And that's inclusive of all, right? It's not just for um, your, your managers or your you know, desk level, but it's everyone, whether you are top level or whether you are supporting the warehouse operations. Absolutely. So one thing that you say that mm-hmm. I totally love is anything is possible in a workplace that empowers diversity, collaboration, and inclusion with passion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just love that statement. And, you know, it's my sentiments exactly. And I think that's why we align so well on, on so many different levels. So to wrap up, do you want to tell us why anybody listening to this episode needs to get involved and maybe come work at Apex? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, actually, Apex is a diamond in a rough, right? Um, I mean, we're always looking for great talent. And if um, they have the passion for excellence, uh, drop me a note. You know, we don't make our hiring process cumbersome or anything like that. Uh, we encourage people to reach out to uh, managers or, you know, leadership that they may know of and drop me a note. Um, no secret there. So, We're always looking for great talent and welcome to meeting anyone that's interested in getting their career started in um, logistics. We actually launched a uh, internship program. Maybe we can talk about that some other time, but yes, drop me a note. Yes, I'm excited that you mentioned that because we are going to be working very closely with Apex on that initiative. And it's something that you know, supply chain management students in colleges and universities are really passionate about and really looking for. And I get asked all the time about internships and apprenticeships, and I really want to put the rally cry out there to anybody listening to really encourage them to um, have a program like that within their corporation, organization, company, um, so that we can bring an opportunity to the next generation to really dive in and see where their passion lies, right? Because you can start somewhere um, and really get to understand what that process and operation is, Mm -hmm. but then you might see something else. And I think there's boundless opportunities in this industry that we, we do need to put out on the flag so people can really understand and see what a career in supply chain and logistics could be for them. So on a mission to provide unparalleled quality, value, and growth, 
Apex Logistics has built a global presence spanning six continents. With an entrepreneurial spirit, pragmatic approach, and a passion for the details, Apex Logistics' impressive global offering encompassing transportation, warehousing, distribution, compliance, and financial services. Learn what's possible with a partner who goes further than borders and boundaries. For more information about Apex Logistics, check out their website, apexglobe.com. Thank you to Senya for joining me on the show today. I mean, I love talking about people. I love to shout about talent and see people supporting each other. So this was really inspirational and empowering. And, you know, we can talk about tech and data all day long, but it's the people and the culture that really make a business. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to join us for the next episode of our Delivering Apex mini-series in partnership with Apex, where we'll be talking all about sales and marketing in logistics, how it's evolved over the years, the challenges thrown up by COVID, and exactly how Apex have been using their sales and marketing functions to support their business mission this past year. It's going to be an eye-opener, so you don't want to miss it. Thank you again, Sanya, for coming on the show and sharing with us all your amazing insights. Thank you, Sarah, for having me.